Hi, Gregory. Hi, Thomas. How are you? You were asking people, what is your opinion of the actor Nicholas Cage? C-A-G-E-F-I-G-A. Don't be looking at her too hard now. This is a very different and weird question. Oh my God. I really like how he doesn't seem to give a fuck what anyone thinks about him. This is Cage Fight. And I think that's kind of badass. Welcome to Cage Fight. I'm gonna drink me a beer. Hello, everybody. Welcome once more to Cage Fight. But before we get started, why don't you listen to Twitch.tv/offdutyotter for Thomas's D and D campaign that he's doing, and listen to Better Bible Two on iTunes or Spotify or whatever. And of course, like, comment, share, do all of that stuff. Just in case there's any of you who stopped listening in the last five or ten minutes of the episodes because they don't want to hear the adverts, we've put it in the front this time so you can't help but hear it pause this hit the like button or give it a star rating all right i like these guys they are good in fact write the words i like these guys they are good (laughs) that is the only comment we should be seeing and we want to see fucking hundreds of them okay done now come back my name's gregory aikman who am i here with i am thomas beeman and uh this is it right this is uh this is the last episode of season one, correct? This is the final one of season one. They have listened to us talk about loads of film. They have listened to a few minor celebrities endorse us and mm. say how much they like. Maybe there'll be a minor celebrity endorsing this one. Seems stupid not to have one on the final of the season. I'll find someone. You've been with us through thick and thin. And, and here we are. we're grateful. Here we are. The, the long, we're not- dirty cage road. We're not going away for good, don't you worry. We're we're 60 films in. We're like halfway through this project, or halfway through this first section of this project. One leg. Yeah, (laughs) because I think think season two should bring us to the end of round one, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then season three will be the start of round two, and we'll try to make it get more and more complicated oh yeah we're going it's gonna get so convoluted and i really hope that it's just going to be an insane journey for people to tune tune into yeah this is definitely definitely what what we need but what is this insane journey what are they tuning into this is the last of season one of cage fight but what on earth is cage fight i don't know what an interesting question you see it's simple really to make an apple pie from scratch first Mm. you must create the universe so i'll just fast forward from there (laughs) (laughs) a lot of stuff happens a lot of dumb shit happens and then nicholas cage is born this is this is very important he was born Mm. then gregory was born and then i was born and yeah. uh, we'll do a little bit more fast forwarding because there's just a lot more dumb stuff happens from there. Uh, and then <laughs> eventually we start this podcast. And this podcast is all about each of us watching a Nicolas Cage oh. film and comparing the two to determine which one will succeed and move on in future rounds to do future comparisons until ultimately we find the bestest, the goodest, the cagiest. Of all Nicolas Cage films, baby. That's what we're doing here. Don't make no mistake. See, how many other podcasts give you a brief history of all of time leading up to the current episode? An accurate version of all of time, by the way. 
perfectly accurate. But it hasn't just been Thomas and Gregory seeing you through all of this. You've had Lunchbox. You've had Lunchbox shepherding you, holding your hand, going like, what? You, you don't really understand what they're talking about? Would you like some sort of uh, like pictorial description mm. of what's happening? Yep. Here you go. And he's blessed you. He's blessed us with his phenomenal art. And... I you know, think when this is released, it's December. Get yourself a tattoo from Lunchbox for Christmas. Absolutely. Reward yourself with a fresh, beautiful tattoo from Lunchbox. And uh, Gregory, I wonder if they're mm. going to be able to find the little secrets he's hidden in all the, the thumbnail arts. Do you think that you reckon they'll find uh, the little little droplets that he's put in every single piece of artwork he's done? What? Uh, no, I don't know. What, there's, oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm going to look at all of them and I, hunt for these secrets. I would, it, listeners, if you haven't found any and you didn't, you weren't aware. Take a take a good hard look at the thumbnails on every platform on which they are posted because uh, there could be some fun little secrets in there. Oh, oh my god, I have never been more excited about anything ever. Do that and let us know what you think the secrets are. And maybe, if you're right, we'll create a t-shirt and then give it you. <laughs> I mean, it, it'll be a t-shirt with the word cage fight and a swear word scrawled on it. But a t-shirt mm. nonetheless. Yep. So, what are we doing today? Yeah. What film are you... <laughs> okay. <What> film? <laughs> Do... Okay. Do you want to, uh, I, did I take your line? I no. took your thing. You... No, 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 no. Uh, so, Gregory, here's the thing. Yeah? Okay, uh, go on. The last episode. Uh, yeah. We, I've got a doozy. And to be honest with you, I want to kind of hear about Ghost Rider. I'm a big fan. Of, I think we've mentioned this before in the first time we did Ghost yeah. Rider. Big fan of Ghost Rider. So, and I've actually never seen the second one, which is kind of insane. Haven't you? Yeah, it's it's really crazy. I've always meant to and never did. So, I would like to, for you to release me of my suspense and tell me what's up with Ghost Rider 2. Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, yeah. Nicholas Cage has ran away to the wilderness to avoid becoming the Ghost Rider. Because mm. as much as being the Ghost Rider has helped him out of many a jam, he's not a fan of it. It is still a demon that has, that has possessed him. <laughs> right. And he ends up getting caught in a rescue mission, and the rescue mission is the point of this film. Right. When the film opens, we have Giles from Buffy and Stringer Bell hanging out together because they're in a monastery trying to protect a young boy who there's a group of people led by someone who isn't jim carrey but looks not dissimilar to jim carrey mm. right they are trying to find the boy to kidnap him and suddenly they get there they start shooting up string of is running away and giles from buffy is running away they don't know what to do, what to do they're scared they're looking for the boy the boy gets taken the boy gets taken away and jim carrey is driving away with the boy they start to chase him and the mother of the boy starts to chase them but the boy gets away and he's with these baddies you see this boy is the son uh, of the devil. Shut up. I will not shut up. You cannot make me shut up. I've got to tell you this thing, right? Because the devil had sex with a human lady 
who gave birth to a child, you know, like in Rosemary's Baby? Yeah, yeah. Like that, right? Ah. And the devil's human form is getting old. So the devil's Mm. human form is going to have a ritual where he puts himself inside, not like that, puts Uh. himself inside the young boy, right? His his deviliness so he can continue living on earth as a physical form and not like physically die and just continue right Mm. that's what they want to do and stringer bell is like this holy man who wants nicholas cage to help him because he knows the demon inside him will help him save the boy devil from the adult devil to stop the boy devil becoming the adult devil forever Okay. okay Okay. And Nicolas Cage is like, why am I going to help you? I've come to the wilderness to get away from all this bullshit. I don't want to turn into the Ghost Rider. It's like, yeah, I know you don't want to be the Ghost Rider. So here's the deal, right? You help us out, get this boy, save him. All we need to do is keep him away from the devil until this arbitrary point in time when the prophecy will not have come true because the ritual has to happen on this day at this precise time. If it doesn't happen, then everything's grand. We just need to keep him safe for that long. But we've lost him. We need to find him first and cage like no 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 i'm not gonna do it so if you do that i will magic the ghost rider out of you you'll get your soul back you'll no longer and it's like oh shit son sign me up i want to do that the deal is done everything is ready cage turns into the ghost rider runs off to find the boy finds the boy and then most of the film is finding the boy getting him back losing the boy then finding him and Mm. back and forth and back and forth but the last time they catch the boy and they go like, we've got the boy, he's safe, he's in the monastery, everything's okay. Stringer Bell does a spell, gets the Ghost Rider out of Cage. Cage is now mortal, entirely mortal again. He's got his soul, he's happy, he's relieved. They drink some 2,000-year-old wine to celebrate. But the boy gets stolen by the devil again. And the devil gets one of the baddies in fact the baddie who looks a bit like jim carrey and turns him into like a decay demon so all of a sudden you've got a demon the devil and no ghost rider Mm. oh shit that's the only way they could possibly win this thing so cage goes over and tries to stop the ceremony the ceremony's starting to happen it's all going to shit the 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 decay demon is touching people and then they're rotting away the decay demon gets string a bell and kills him all hope is lost and then the little boy goes to the devil hang on devil have i got all the same powers as you yes you have so he gives the ghost rider back to nicholas cage who then ghost ride kills everyone around <laughs> knocks the devil on his ass and then suddenly the the ritual time goes passes and the devil child is fine but still has the devil inside him don't worry about that though and the mother the boy and nicholas cage ride off into the sunset all friends in the end nice. there you go that is ghost rider spirit of vengeance and the reason why nicholas cage can live as the ghost rider without it being bad is because stringer bell earlier on in the film told him the real story of the ghost rider because ah, oh, he's just a demon who's out for murder and just eats evil people but it doesn't matter whether you've told a lie or murdered a whole country it's evil as evil in the ghost rider's eyes so he will treat you the same that Mm. is because he was truly an angel who was pulled out of heaven so if you can really lock into the angel good part of him then the ghost rider instead of being surrounded by fire and burning everything up gets surrounded with blue healing energy and can fix people still a cool skeleton though Uh, so 
Okay. Nicolas Cage is now the healer of the party rather than the tank. <laughs> right. Like, the whole film, right, has the attitude you expect from the Ghost Rider and the indifference, which is wonderful. When when the woman is explaining all this stuff of what happened with the devil and who the boy is, and so like, it's really hard to, uh, to understand. I know it's complicated. Are you getting any of this? Nicholas Cage... <laughs> Nicholas Cage goes... You're the devil's baby mama. Yeah, I understand. It's, it's just after this like 10 minute explanation of this mystical world and how everything intertwined and angels and demons and uh, and prophecies and that, it's just going like devil's baby mama. So it's, it's that simple. It's it's really really fun it's a silly it's a silly ghost rider movie what do you expect but it's fun it's got you know in the first one there was a couple mm. of like hey here's a voiceover telling you the backstory and here's like a comic book thing explaining the backstory and they did that a couple of times yeah they do that about six times throughout the movie it's brilliant they just <laughs> pause and nicholas cage just goes here's the bit of story and giving you more context of what's going on okay. while you've got the comic book thing and i loved that i always thought in the first first film they should do that more often they fucking do do it more often in this one it's cool basically the boy ends up helping nick cage win via the power of satan Hell so yeah. satan saves the day and the ghost rider becomes a lovely little pussy version who heals instead of kills i mean it, okay it's brilliant and it's non-stop from the beginning of the movie to the end Everyone's essentially running, and you get again a lovely, like, three minute scene of Nicolas Cage turning back into the Ghost Rider where you're just staring directly into his face and he's going crazy, Cage. And <laughs> yeah. he's pulling all of those silly faces and laughing and screaming and crying and all of the different colours and faces that he did in um, The Wicker Man. He's yeah. essentially doing all of those right to camera. And. <laughs> Like, mm. the the CGI in Ghost Rider was laughable, pretty much. It was a very enjoyable film, but the mm. CGI just wasn't there. They have improved it this time, so it does look a lot better. Like, when he changes and the Ghost Rider itself looks a lot better. Ah. And, and like, it's a demon involved in this world rather than a, a, a cartoon slapped on top. And also, <laughs> I didn't look into this, but, you know... In the first Ghost Rider, the skull looks too small, but it's Nicolas Cage's actual skull. Yeah. And it's the exact same size, but they, but it's got the weird thing like in Cloverfield where um, the head of the Statue of Liberty, they had to make it bigger because the real size, it just looks too small when it's carousing yeah. down. They did the same thing with the Ghost Rider skull. The Ghost Rider skull is bigger in this one. It looks the correct size. But they made it bigger. Yeah. So instead of it being small and skull size, they made it head size, which makes sense. Yeah, that, yeah, it makes sense. But I just thought that was noteworthy. That is cool. Yeah. All, all the things we mentioned last time, they have addressed. So we weren't the only ones to think like, <laughs> yeah. that skull looks That's a great. weird or that. <clears throat> it's marvelous film. So I mean, I don't know what to say. Yeah. It's fucking Ghost Rider, and it's Ghost Rider Two. Like, I. <laughs> I was looking up if there's a Ghost Rider 3, and mm. there's lots of rumours and loads of teaser trailers, but all yeah. the teaser trailers look fan-made. But apparently there's going to be a Ghost Rider 3, which Ooh. stars, along with Nicolas Cage, 
Keanu Reeves. Whoa, no way. Now, these are the rumours I've read. It could be that this is just utter bullshit, but loads of people picked up on the bullshit and are just repeating the bullshit yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this kind of sounds like a dream cast, like a, a fan yeah. cast. Yeah. Like, if you watch any of the trailers, it's like, hang on, isn't that from Ghost Rider 1? Isn't yeah. that from Ghost Rider 2? Yeah. Isn't that from John Wick? Oh, right, I see what's mm-hmm. happening here. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's true. But if we keep on making a noise about needing it, surely, like, people kept on asking for Bill and Ted 3, and then we got Bill and Ted true, 3. True, If people make enough noise about Ghost Rider 3 with Keanu Reeves from yeah. Bill and Ted, surely, surely it will happen. People really want Keanu Reeves in the MCU, like, very badly. Well, is is Constantine a Marvel thing, or is it a DC, Constantine or is, is it DC. like a Vertigo? Uh, yeah. That's a shame. Well, that's a shame for the MCU. It's not a shame just generally. Which they're but, making another one. Oh, cool. Yeah. Can Could they not... You know um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Right? Yes, yeah. You know that had Warner Brothers and uh, Hanna-Barbera, like... They both came together, like Warner yeah. Brothers and uh, Disney. Sorry, they both came together and they dealt with all the legal issues. Uh, could Marvel and DC not do that? Like, do no. this massive expanded universe, which is an expanded expanded universe, yeah, with it's... Marvel and DC characters together? Imagine that. Yeah, I mean they they did it enough to make the like Spider Man versus Superman comics and stuff like along those yeah. lines, but. I don't know. The uh, the film's probably not. It just feels like there would be an insane amount of red tape and production hell like, right? Like just I would hope so, right? Like it it would yeah. it would it would be really cool for sure. Or what about like a Marvel Star Wars crossover movie? Cuz mm. Disney own both. Yeah, they own both. Yeah, and it would be easy to do. I mean, you know, it's only a matter of time, I think. I mean, why there's not a Star Wars Star Wars Muppets movie as Disney owned the rights to both oh, is yeah. anyone's guess. Yeah, that would yeah. be ideal. It would be the best crossover for sure. But so, there you go, Thomas. There's a, Ghost Rider Two. Great. Yeah. Great film. Very Sounds silly. cool. Uh, I know only one thing about this film, previous to your explanation, and it's hmm. that the guys who did Crank did this film. Yeah. Do you remember Crank? I loved Crank. Yeah. Is this uh, cranky to you? <laughs> it, it is a bit cranky. Like, the direction... Yeah. Does it give like, cranky? It it gives good crank. Like, you know <laughs> how Crank's the... It is very jolty and very fast and, mm-hmm. like, speeds up and slows down and does all... It's, it's very, very frenetic constantly. Yeah. This does that all over the fucking show. I kind of... Right. I kind of felt like that was... You know, aside from the the director who does the uh, more recent Need for Speed movies, yeah, like oh, these guys like it. It works. You know what I'm saying? Like it. It mm. makes a sort of sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Ghost Rider Two is exactly what you want from a Ghost Rider sequel because it's sweet, very similar to the first one, but more of everything. Sweet, excellent. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It, more crazy cage, more comic book exposition, uh, more demons, more uh, silliness, more chases, bigger explosions, better CGI. Nice. Like at one point, Ghost Rider, because obviously, if he rides anything, that thing becomes like the evil version of itself. Right. So at yeah, one yeah. at one point, he jumps into 
a huge construction site crane, which becomes <laughs> evil Hal construction site crane. Hell yeah, that sounds fucking baller. Yeah, you so know those like twenty-story giant circular saw things. Like, have you ever seen yep. pictures? Of those? I would love yep. that. That would be sick. I uh, like it. It's well worth a watch. It's a it. It's a film that does what so many films do, but I'm always pleased when they do. A film which knows exactly what it is mm. and does not move out of its lane. We are a stupid, excitable, silly, fun film. We're not going to pretend to be anything other than that. And we are going to give you the best of that that we can. Sweet. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, cheers to that. But big ups mm-hmm. for people who are just like, we're not here. We, you know what you're here. We know what we're yeah. about. And we know why you're here, so here it is. Exactly. Never apologize for being for being just fun in the same way that never apologize for being pretentious. Never mm. apolo- whatever is whatever your you've decided your film is, fucking ruthlessly commit. Absolutely. St- stick to that. And speaking of ruthlessly committing, what film you you're oh. excited to tell me about oh, this Greg. movie you've seen? You have no idea how absolutely apt what you just said was i am doing <laughs> the movie army of one and let me tell you greg i'm gonna you yeah. know what as if uh-huh. i am the slugger himself i am pointing to the stands before my time at bat to indicate <laughs> to the viewer to the listeners this might be the film this might wow. be the film that wins it all Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. You've it's season it. one, You've round one. It. I I get it's early. It's really early. Mm. But my god, is this the <laughs> dumbest fucking insanest fucking thing I've seen in a long time that is just crazy, pathetic. Just okay. I uh-huh. I I don't know if you're ready for this. Are you ready for this? I have to I, ask. I'm I'm is this is Army of One, yes? This is Army of One. Okay, I am ready for this. I have got my fit. Hang on, it can't be this one, can it? It can't be this film. Yeah. So here's the here's the first thing. There are two mm. movies called Army of One. <laughs> <laughs> so yet again, we've hit the Thomas curse of like a movie I need to see was actually two films, and I have to figure out which one's the right one. Yeah, well, it's it's not the one that's two dollars. It's the one that's eight dollars. <laughs> it's the 2016 Army of One. Okay. okay. Oh boy. I'm ready. Oh. I'm excited. I'm very very excited. For okay. This. Big. We got we got people. We've got Nicolas Cage as Gary Faulkner. We've got Russell Brand as playing the role of the one and only God. Okay. In this film, Gary Faulkner is a man in the in his 50s-ish, maybe mid to late 50s, who has a diabetes to the extent of which he needs weekly treatments of dialysis. This man has told by God to hunt down Osama bin Laden. So this is the early okay. this is the early this is like early 2000s that the setting is, right? You know, obviously post 9/11. And this this character who is this bearded, long, like big white beard, long old man hair, and he is 
it, he's a character that is difficult to describe. Like what is happening on this film with this character? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a very unique. Like he's a very cheery, but also like staunchly like American. Everything he cares about, it's like he'll go to a hardware store and he's like, that's not made in America. You don't want to use that shit. He'll go to a bar. Don't drink fucking import, right? It's it's domestic only, baby. Like, it, he is enthusiastic of America. and Amazing. An extremely enthusiastic Christian. During one of his dialysis treatments, Russell Brand appears as God, which alone is the the, <laughs> the the fact of that is hilarious to me <laughs> just off the base right so he's god and he's like hey america you know it's not getting it done you need to go to pakistan and you need to find osama bin laden and you need to take him in now you don't kill him because you know thou shalt not kill but you know, if he gives you any trouble, go ahead to take take us out. Um, <laughs> oh, also, mm. while this is happening, he meets Gary Faulkner meets a Marcy Mitchell, a woman of uh, similar age. They knew each other in in high school, and she's you know she, she's she's got three jobs. She's got a kid. Uh, she's just trying her best, and. Uh, mm. He kind of he develops a relationship with this character. Gary Faulkner at this time is like not very reliable. Let's let's say he's a carpenter. Uh, he's a handyman, but he doesn't really have a job. He doesn't really have prospects. But yet he forms this relationship, and uh, his first attempt because he's got a mission from God, which he will repeat multiple times. Mission okay. from God. He has to go to Pakistan. His first attempt is to get a boat and sail to Pakistan. Okay. Yep, that's it. That is, that's the whole idea. He tries this, ends up in Mexico, and has to be, (laughs) has to be ported back to America. So, attempt number one, not great. While he's back in America, he sees a QVC commercial for a samurai sword. And (laughs) Russell Brand, as God, tells him, hey, this is your sword. This is the sword you will use. This is Excalibur. This is your holy weapon. You need to get it. He does. He orders the samurai sword. Nice. Second attempt. He tries to hand glide into Pakistan. (laughs) (laughs) He tries to hand glide into Pakistan, but in order to get it, the hand glider to Pakistan, because he doesn't want to buy one there, right? It's not American made. It's not American made. He disassembles the hand glider and cuts it into pieces so he can then reconstruct it and fly it into Pakistan. Well, Greg, you won't believe it, but this attempt fails as well. Oh, my God. He ends up in the hospital, uh, has to recover. But uh, this his his relationship uh, with Marcy is beginning to crack. Right. Like he's he's so committed to this act and she just wants him to stay root himself because you know what they have she really enjoys he's really good with the daughter he's such a nice guy they they meld well together but he considers giving up to which god harangues him endlessly like hey but this is a holy mission like i it's supposed to be hard 
It's gotta be <laughs> difficult. Like that's the fucking point. He's like, can't you just tell me where it is? And he's like, I can't, you've got free will unless it's a part of my plant, but you've got you. I can't do that. You know, uh, he does the one trick that would work and you won't believe, you know, he, what he's tried boating. He's tried, tried gliding into Pakistan. It's pretty much everything, isn't it? That's, that's those it. the only ways. The only way that he can get to work is just taking a flight. <laughs> he just signs the correct papers and takes a flight into Pakistan. Beautiful. So he's, he's finally there. He's got his samurai sword with him. <laughs> so he's uh, uh, any yes. question about how he got that through customs? He is a very convincing character. Fair enough. Fair enough. A very convincing character. And also it's a movie, I think. <laughs> I think mostly oh, it's yeah, a yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. So he's wandering around uh, Islamabad just trying to find Osama bin Laden. And it's important he he does this for like over 20 days and it's important to remember that he needs constant weekly <laughs> dialysis or else he'll begin to hallucinate so he oh he hangs around and smokes a bunch of hash and mm-hmm. tries to find bin laden and hijinks ensue as you imagine because he's also carrying around a samurai sword with him everywhere he goes eventually he passes out in the woods and has to be uh he gets found by the cia and they deport him back because they don't need him fucking around in their business they send him back to america some time happens as he recovers from uh the shock of like going uh with with like not being able to his treatments right he can't doesn't have access to his treatment so he recovers from yeah um and then as we all remember, I, I'm sure you remember this because this was it, it's American news, so it's world news basically. Of course, President Obama declares that they got him. They got Osama bin Laden. Yeah, He's I, I remember that. Yeah, this crushes Gary. It was his mission. It was his goal sent directly from God. Mm-hmm. He was the one to bring him in, and they found him. And he basically can't believe it. Like. To the extent that he refuses to, and he still thinks like it's it's his mission. So he's he leaves, and his relationship with Marcy is definitely on the line. Uh, he chooses to leave instead, only for during the middle of this, he kind of realizes like the messages that God's been telling him. He sort of like understands like, oh well, if this is really like up to me, I, I think like where my journey is is with her. So he goes back, and they live mm-hmm. together happily ever in that's it that's the film i mean that sounds incredible that sounds so incredible that while you were telling me about it i bought it i need you to know one important fact about this movie please it's based on a true story what what the shit yes an actual man went to pakistan to try to capture (sighs) osama bin laden for the american government Oh, I love that. This I is a real so man. Much. You you can find his interview. He he had so many interviews around this time. Uh, and mm. it's reflected in the movie, you know, like all these interviews and things that he got. But this is based on a true story, which is flabbergasting that this actually amazing. It's quite amazing. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited tonight. I am watching that movie. Uh, uh, any you should. Any other plans? I'm putting because on hold. I, I need you to know that. Nicholas Cage's acting is everything. It is, it is the whole film. 
every wow thing in this film is his his acting is hmm. this character that he's doing and it is so dumb and awesome and brilliant and satirical and accurate and it just it is the best it is simply <laughs> uh, it's insane i did not expect this when i started this movie at the start, I was very <laughs> iffy because it just mm. didn't seem I, I, I thought army. Of, I really thought with the title of army of one, like it might be some sort of like for sure. This is like a one of the, his paycheck movies, right? Like yeah, it yeah. sounds like one of the paycheck movies. It's 2016. It's yeah. right in there. It's in that cusp. But no, this is I. he read the script and was like, I have to portray this person i have to and you're saying early doors this may well be the best nicholas cage film this might be it this might be it because it's amazing it's the it it is all cage it's everything Mm. that we expect of cage done way up way elevated in this character that he's performing and i absolutely loved it i absolutely loved every scene he was a part of and what what are people saying about it? Like, uh, oh, this is weird. rated very poorly. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's like from what I've seen, it's about halfway. Like, it's it's oh, it's a wow. it's a two point five out of five. It's a five out of ten. I so I just don't just think have people. No idea. I don't think they. Yeah. I you know I hate to put it this way, but I think sometimes certain things fly over people's heads, like. There was a goal to this film. Yeah. Uh, and it was to take like this very true to life event that is quirky and insane and really by its <laughs> existence is comedic mm. and like elevate it and move it in a way to the film and and make it feel really good. Um, and I'm guessing it ended up being like a really thoughtful and heartfelt character piece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh maybe <laughs> i'm i'm watching it but fantastic what yeah. a way to see out the final episode of series one what a way to tie this up that we see the surely the the best cage film you've ever seen i'll watch it tonight and may well be the best cage film there has ever been i a, i can't i honestly cannot wait for you to see this i thought of you the entire time i incredible anticipate your reaction (laughs) i am looking forward to watching this and i am watching this this evening sweet so i guess we don't really need to discuss it army of one wins right yeah i feel like uh it has to i honestly do yeah fair enough fair enough army of one congratulations i'm sure this won't be the last time we say it but you have won you have beat you managed to kick a very very enjoyable film to the curb as well ghost rider 2 mm-hmm. S- spirit of vengeance is great but i would not have expected it to last a second round and i think when mm. that comes into it when you can say like not only is this better than whatever film you've seen it's also i can see it beating a lot of the films that we've so far put mm. through then that's gotta that's gotta go through Congratulations, Army of One. I'm I'm giddy with excitement. I am even going to look past that Russell Brand's in it. 
Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah. Now here's the hmm. thing, Greg. Go on. I'm an idiot about okay. things related to the Bible. Okay. Now, is there any source of? And you know, I I'm not a big reader. <laughs> I don't I don't do that. I'm American. I yeah. don't read um, anything. Is there any way I could get? Like a good synopsis, like a a more modern telling of the Bible. Yeah, I it just so happens that I know just the place to go because uh. uh, if you if you listen to Better Bible by me, uh, you will find that I go through each book at a time and I I I read it and I listen to audiobook versions of it and I read a couple of different translations of each book and for you, dear listener, and for you, Thomas. I summarize it. I tell the story. I try my hardest not to say, and here's what people take from it, and here's what people believe, because I'm not interested in that. Believe what you want. I don't care. Just, you know, pipe down about it. But um, I'm interested in the stories. And a lot of these stories, tons of people base beliefs and politics on. It's got to be interesting to find out what they are. And what they are is often mental so if you listen to better bible we're currently going through better bible series two the new batch which is the new testament uh that's currently coming out uh, every couple of weeks but if you're interested in the hebrew bible the old testament that's all done every single book and don't you worry i haven't forgot about the apocrypha when i finish new testament i will do the apocrypha and then we're done so listen to that it's on itunes it's on spotify it's on my website gregoryakeman.org it's all over the shop listen to it like it share it comment on it and if you are a theologian or a religious leader or an expert in bible in any way shape or form please reach out to me because i would love to do a complimentary show which is me speaking to professionals and them explaining to me exactly what i've got wrong excellent greg that sounds exactly like the type of content i was asking for i will be sure to listen to every moment and rate it very highly on every platform available thank you very much thomas i would appreciate that but hey hey thomas yeah. Right. Occasionally, right, I I enjoy playing Dungeons and Dragons, but sometimes I'm not really in the mood to play it. I just want to watch mm. other people play. You know sometimes that you want computer games as an activity, but you don't want to play them so you'll sit next to someone and watch them run through mm. Oxen Free or something. And playing it's not exciting, but watching someone play it is enthralling. Sometimes I want that with Dungeons and Dragons. Do you know of anywhere I could watch a group of people? Not just listen, I want to watch them play D&D. I have just the conduit for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, if you go to twitch.tv slash offdutyotter that's twitch.tv slash o-f-f-d-u-t-y-o-t-t-e-r you will find that on sundays at 11 p.m eastern standard time that we'll be playing eastern basic time and we will be playing the dungeons and the dragons we are playing mm. descent into avernus and it is the perfect channel for which you to live vicariously through as we roll dice role play and roll each other's hearts that does sound exactly what i need in my belly thank you very much i very shall welcome. watch i shall enjoy 
I will share. I don't know if on Twitch you can't really leave star ratings <laughs> and that. I don't but think you so. Can, yeah. You can share. You can, you can share. I'll do that. So yeah, and and I suppose what's left to say. Thank you all for listening to us for mm-hmm. about thirty episodes. I will uh, let you know when series two is coming out. I imagine it will be relatively early on in the new year, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll sort it out. And uh, in the meantime, watch Cage Films. Interact with us. Uh, if you're on Discord, you can probably interact with Thomas. Like you can actually probably speak to him in real. Not so much me. I don't want you interacting that directly. I just want you to leave comments on the show, listen to it, share it, possibly tell us about your favourite film. Tell us if you agree with any of our thoughts. Tell us if you disagree with any of them. And we'll have the chat. We won't be aggressive, we won't be rude, but we'll quite happily have the chat and the argument with you in a fun, exciting way. But thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for enjoying. Thank you, everyone. It's the first season crazy can't believe it Mm. what a this has been uh transformative in my eyes because wow uh didn't think that nicholas cage really had like that diverse of a portfolio and uh i'm glad i'm glad to see that like i was very wrong yeah and i like the idea that even though you've changed your mind strongly from when you first came to me with this idea You've only loved Cage more with yeah. with everything that you were wrong about and everything I was wrong about and finding the that the, the, he's a, just a genuinely good actor. He's not just a silly novelty thing, which is, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, that's what I was thinking when I started this with you. Yeah. I was thinking it would be fun, but he's like a novelty guy. He'll just like scream and shout and do mad eyes which he does occasionally and it's very enjoyable yeah. but he's just a great actor who mm-hmm. has that in his repertoire along with everything else yeah. so yeah it's it's been great and i cannot i absolutely can't wait to do it even more to bring in possibly guests in the future to do some live yeah. stuff to you know really tool around with it and uh explore what is the the universe of cage yep this is a medium we're in and we can do so much more than what we have we've done a lot and i've enjoyed this show but yeah expect season two to be a little bit different i mean the basic premise would be us chatting about a couple of films and choosing which of the two is best but now we'll have a few surprises for you but some yeah. laughs some gaffes some good times enjoy the rest of your year We'll see you as soon as possible, and keep on caging. Bye-bye, guys. Holy moly, that was amazing. And you know me, cage fight is my gospel, so I was hanging off of every word about Nicolas Cage. And uh, I hear there's going to be another season, so... uh, See you next season of Cage Fight. And there won't be any chocolate rain, but I hear there will be a lot about Nicolas Cage. So, uh, good luck. What do you say we cut the chit-chat a-hole?